0: The following episode will discuss mature themes. View discretion is advised. Hey, been a while. Um, Shafiq here. Had a few bumps in the road, but we're back now to the uploading every 27th of the month schedule and actually be on the lookout for a post-podcast episode or postcard at the end, well, at the very last day of every month too. Um, the guest for today would be will be undressed again, surprise surprise, though be on the lookout. We will be having new guests starting the next year. Hope you enjoy this one. No real plan for this episode, so let's open with dogs or cats. Um I honestly can't decide. I've been around both
1: my whole life, so I do think that cats make for a, like more more chill pet that takes care of itself more self-sufficient yeah the dog does need you to love it but there are certain people that are generally more
0: affectionate so they would probably choose a dog over Fair. a cat Fair. which that is would... more intelligent though like people like intelligent I, 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 yeah i've always been like wondering because a lot of people are like if you can teach a dog tricks it means that they're a bit more intelligent but to me it's always like well if you it's it's a lot more inter- it's not more easy to to follow something mm. blindly, right? Than to actually have your own kind of rebellious behavior.
1: Yeah, looking at it objectively, I think that the fact that oh, this this is actually a t- tough one because I do know of several dog breeds that are quite intelligent, Mm. up to being able to understand a lot of human speech. But I also do know that cats, while being harder to train and therefore exploit that intelligence, they are also quite intelligent in their own ways. And it's harder to demonstrate that because of how much harder it is to train them. But I think both sides have a certain degree of intelligence going for them. I'm not sure on which one is factually more intelligent though.
0: So I always wondered is is a cat's stubbornness just it actually being a bit more sentient or is it just the fact that they have primal instincts still in them because we haven't tamed them we haven't domesticated them for for as long enough as we have with dogs right with canines.
1: Well We've been domesticating cats for like thousands of years now. Like, if you look back to places like Egypt, for example, mm. cats were pretty, like, worshipped in a way because of the.
0: Oh, yeah.
1: Uh, the, the Egyptian goddess Bastet. Mm. So, it was seen as like a sacrilege to kill or maim a cat. Mm. But besides that. I'm pretty certain that we've been domesticating dogs for a long time as well but obviously there are still plenty of dog breeds that we have yet to domesticate like the like the wolves for example.
0: Mhm. I agree. Well, on the uh, on the topic of blind faith and and worshiping let's let's talk about religion. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um I stepped away from I guess the image of following like I've realized that a lot of, a huge chunk of of my existence so far, I've I've basically been, I've been doing almost the the exact opposite of following blindly. Like I've actually been very critical of my my own faith. Uh, But then I realized uh, recently that not a lot of people, at least in my immediate surroundings, not a lot of people tend to do that. and it it's it's led to a lot of conflict even uh so let's talk about that what okay. what, what do you feel about blind faith
1: i think ooh, on one hand the example we see most often is religion that is correct and a lot of the reason i think that the blind faith system works so well is because they're being taught to do certain things and think a certain way from a very young age. Now from an objective point of view, I think that's wrong because I believe in the philosophy that people should be taught how to think and not what to think. Mm-hmm. So for looking at it from that point of view, I think that blind faith is, it goes against some things that I believe, but yeah. it's also something that's, you know been a part of the way the world works for quite a while now and
0: and organized religions and, and, it, and yeah it's, it's and just way.
1: something that like i i have come to accept and while well, in my younger years i did partake in this blind faith but that but it was precisely for that for that reason that i mentioned that i was being told what to think as opposed to how to think
0: mm-hmm.
1: and it's only in my very recent adult years that i've come to come to realize that specific difference between well being told how to think versus what to think
0: yeah i mean well i don't know about other religions but i guess the one that i'm most familiar with obviously being islam um there's a bit of a paradox so in in islam there's a huge emphasis on how to think okay Like you, you should learn how to think like the creation of mankind in in, in, in the Quran is or in, in our religious dogma, is the fact that like our main attribute is our ability to think. Like angels are you know perfect servants. Uh, demon devils and demons, are, I don't know what they are. I, I think I believe they can manipulate uh, physical and spiritual facets of uh, of existence, but human beings like the one thing that we can do is think. Like quite literally, that's the one thing that we can do, so
1: think for ourselves, yeah, yeah,
0: think for ourselves, so on the one hand, it's like Islam's like, yeah if, if you know if he gave man, mankind the ability to think, you should be able to think for yourself and you know have ideas that are on the basis of you know morality and and ethics and ideas that are so rooted in philosophy yet aren't exactly straying away from religion but a lot, lot more like go a lot more into the, the human condition and like exploration of that so like on, on one hand Islam okay. tells you to do that but then at the same time they're like oh but if you think on, on, on this end and if you, you know you read if you read other books other than the Quran if you, and you look for ethics and morality from other books uh, other, apart from the Quran and religious and orthodox dogma it's like yeah you're wrong so I don't know it's 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 really odd in in mine specifically.
1: It's uh, I think it's one of the things that they kind of put in there to keep people happy. <laughs> mm. If if you if I'm looking at it from a from like just a, an outside point of view, mm-hmm. there's plenty of things like that in other religions, like Christianity, for example. And of course, I, I don't think it's right, but it's it's like it's one of those things that they can also use to kind of validate their own points when 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 they need
0: it's like a cobalt almost trump card. a little bit yeah
1: it was it's it's more it's less like a trump card in my opinion and more like a like a backup plan (laughs) fair enough like a just in case this Mm -hmm. happens Mm -hmm. we can use this theory yeah this believe in this and it's just
0: true well, I mean, I've been. I've told you that I've been reading a lot of philosophy as well. Right? I mean, yeah, you've seen my social media, um, and it, it's it's funny because because there's always this conversation of of especially with Islam. I don't know about about you, but when whenever I'm listening to either you know relatives or even even like religious lectures online. They all, when they, whenever they talk about, oh, this person's doing a bachelor's or a degree in philosophy, they're like, that's the one way to being... Um, well, in our, in our lingo, it's, it's committing shirk or munafik. It, it means that you are basically straying away from Islam or religion or the belief of God in general. And they're always like, oh, if you study philosophy, uh, you are going down a path that will lead you astray, essentially. But what's funny is that I was helping um, Rhythm uh, one of... one of, And this for the podcast listeners. I was, so essentially, I was helping one of our friends with a philosophy assignment. Yeah, it's philosophy assignment. And we were reading Hume and René Descartes. As Hume... Okay. And, and what was interesting is that both of them have ideas that actually co-ex- can, can really very much coexist with not just Christianity but Islam as well. Because Hume stated that well H- Hume the text that we read from from him was basically trying to rationalize our understanding or our 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 efforts to understand the nature of God. And he he mentioned that well, in order for you to understand God, first you have to compare yourself to him, or in this case, himself to you, because he's greater, right? Um, because, I mean, at the end of the day, humans are, you know, superficial in the way we think, and the easiest way for us to comprehend things is by comparison. Like, you know that this is a red ball because it looks like uh, a, a snowball, and you, you know it's red because it looks like, uh, like, okay. I don't know, because like, uh, it looks red. Okay. So he said, for you to understand his nature, you'll first have to compare yourself to him, right? But then there's a problem in that because he, since he is so great, right? I mean, if you're talking about some, a being with infinite power and infinite knowledge, um, yeah. we don't understand what infinity is and because of that, we surely will not be able to... We, ha- we won't have any like logical basis to actually compare ourselves to him. So by that means we can't even get to the point of okay how do we compare ourselves but then he says that because you say you you don't know how to compare yourself then there, since then there will be no comp- comparison and because there's no comparison then you would indirectly be saying that there's no real difference between you and him like you know in a in a logical uh, standpoint which is basically that he, be- <laughs> he basically said that there's a paradox there so that he that is yeah it's yeah. like a lot of I mean, on
1: one hand, a lot of mental gymnastics, but yeah, a paradox.
0: Yeah. There's a, so He said there's a paradox there, so then, then the question would be, why do we even want to understand God in the first place? And the answer to that, he stated, would be, I think uh, viewers correct me if I'm wrong, but the only reason why we want to fa- fathom God's um, nature is just as a, almost as a distractive, what is it it's a, almost a distractive sentiment to kind of ease our, our fear of fear of God <laughs> essentially okay and then uh, we read Descartes' meditation three and four um, and he, he for, for Descartes in I think three or four one of them he was talking about basic I think therefore I am stuff like why what do I want to, what does a human being want in general what is the what's the greatest desire of a human being or what's the what's the
1: the end game
0: uh, the the end game the the general longing that that we all have and he he concluded that and drawing from his own experiences he he concluded that at the end of the day um human beings a are um morally wired to be to do to be good generally i mean we're not talking about if we will not go into nature versus nurture stuff yet but General, Generally, all human beings are white to be good, um, morally good, and that okay. human, human beings in general want, want to improve themselves. And then he stated that the only way that... I think... I think and again, I may be wrong, but I, from what I remember, he stated that the only way you can rationalize whether you're making good progress or bad progress is if you compare yourself to um, the stories that... Compare yourself to the stories that god gave you so like okay stuff in the bible stuff in the quran that kind of stuff so when i read that i was like this is this is way more similar this, these are ideas that you can actually find in the quran or in islam so i was like well is is it really a a, a religion versus philosophy conversation because if if they if they really are these many similarities down to the basic way of thinking about things then there really isn't a problem with someone actually going out and studying philosophy and i feel like that's just polarity that just comes out of i guess anxiety when it uh, within within the the religious community in my opinion
1: so you're saying that it's like a bit of a paradox there right yeah yeah in that sense because like uh, they they say that you shouldn't be thinking for yourself, but they also encourage you to
0: and then well I guess and then when it comes to this, sorry I'll always interrupt you for a bit but and then when okay. it comes to this this subject matter of philosophy where the whole thing the whole stick about philosophy is the fact that you're trying to think about things, um, they're like, oh you, you shouldn't pursue that specifically, even though it actually would in a way bring you back to religion. Yeah, so, so that's that
1: Well a lot of philosophy is based on the assumption that a God exists. In Nietzsche's case especially, but in also another some some more like collections of philosophical texts do allude to the fact that they do believe in a god. Mm-hmm although it's worded a bit more delicately than that
0: yeah of course
1: but in total uh the belief that a god has existed has like been deep seated there for thousands of years now so i like getting around to the the logic and the reasoning behind like the god i would expect that to be like Something that has been like a part of those thousands of years that we've been alive and discussing this.
0: Mm. I concur. So then, on the on the on the topic of morality and obligatory truth, um, what do you feel about the role of religion in legislation? As in,
1: um, does God make us moral? And vice? Uh,
0: not necessarily the nature of the way we act, but the way we, I guess, interpret God's commandments into our laws.
1: Well, I do believe that many first world countries currently um, get you to swear to the Bible your allegiance mm-hmm. when you're joining a government or a political or a military party.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So there's that, but there's also the, what, the, what would it be? The, I mean, there's also the, I guess the unspoken rule that like, it's not all going to be like God. And it's not like, if you, if you commit a crime, it's not like we're going to sh- show you mercy. We're still going to try you and stuff. Yeah. So, like, religion does play a part in there, but it's not as, like, as massive as in, mm. in like, other areas, like Saudi Arabia, for example, yeah. where yeah.
0: it revolves around religion yeah. pretty much. So what say you about, like, societies and communities, uh, governance, says that do implement that kind of stuff like Saudi or yeah.
1: I think it's, well, I think it's wrong for the reason that they're being told what to think as opposed to how to think. And it's being even heavily, like heavily enforced by the government. Mm -hmm. Because I also think that like there is, there are like bad ways to, to partake in religion. Yeah. Such as like when it's used as, essentially a bit of mind control a bit of like uh false guidance something to keep like the people happy saying oh, that they like, did something under mm. the name of god it's it's something that like it's something that's very easy to abuse and very hard to stop yeah. once it's in place
0: like abusing the influence of religion to basically promote much whatever they want much <laughs> yeah. yeah basically yeah yeah, because I was having a conversation with I I forgot who it was. I was having a conversation uh, regarding um, would do you think that like alcohol should be banned? Is for it's like alcohol, drugs, or um, like, do you think th- those things could should be banned, basically, right? And then alcohol uh, and drugs. That, uh, alcohol, drugs. I think they were also talking about because in Singapore, um, sodomy is is. It's, it's, it's like legally banned uh, it, It's illegal Sodom is illegal in Singapore I'm not, even okay. joking. <laughs> I, I'm not even joking So like those kind of laws right And so I was having a, a conversation about Okay would you encourage this Or do you think those rules should be in, implemented And I was like I don't think they should be implemented Because a, as much as I feel like Yes the there are certain um, truths That uh, I, I in, my, in my case Allah even though I know that this okay. book that he he sat down and and uh, these statements are, are uh, objective truth and ob- objective and objective truth and morality, I feel like if you have the capacity to commit sin, I, I shouldn't restrain you from. <laughs> like like. <laughs> If if he didn't give you the capacity to, to commit sin, then who am I to res- restrain you from doing so? Right. I, I at least for me, because at the end of the day, I want I I like to put um, I like to put agency into people, and then if they want to stray away from sin, then they should be doing it themselves, right? As much as I should, as much as I would discourage it, I'm not gonna. I I wouldn't I wouldn't ban. It from like from I, I wouldn't make it illegal. I'd say. Okay, well. I believe that
1: what you make illegal you cannot regulate anymore in the case of drugs like cannabis this is the the most like this is the most prominent one, but there are other cases like in the in the case of like drugs like weed cannabis um mm. by making them illegal you can no longer regulate their legal import which oh well, Since there's no legal import anymore which means that a people are still going to be doing them but um you know not legally and it's going to cost them a lot more money and b since they're not doing it legally they're going to try to buy in bulk or buy as much as they want rather than you know just making it legal and regulating it like you can only earn this much weed or you can only like import this much weed at a time something like that yeah It's just a, a system that doesn't work, and I'm surprised that, you know, people haven't, well, important, a quote unquote important people haven't caught on to that.
0: I agree. In the case
1: of, um, homosexuality stuff like that, I don't see any reason to prohibit it other than the religious one, which I already am not a. not a big fan of so yeah
0: yeah
1: i don't see how that's affecting anyone i don't see how that is an issue that needs to be addressed before several other things yeah like global warming for example we're only a decade away from the irreversible range but somehow they just want to stop people having gay sex so
0: yeah
1: it's it's a little bit of a broken system (laughs) currently
0: unfortunately But then again, it's like, well, if... I I don't know, because the thing is, like, especially with civil rights movements in general, like, I feel like the main reason why, at least from what I've heard, people are always like, oh, you know, these these communities uh, are bad because they... You know, look at how toxic they can be because they're so um, polarizing and they're so... um, Petty about stuff. Well, it's like, well, yeah, because you're, you're looking at all the activists, you're looking at people who, who like, because they're, they're activists, they they can't, they don't necessarily have a lot of self, um, self awareness, right? So it's like, obviously, you're gonna see only the negative side. But like, even if you so, in the in in my opinion, like, if you wanna approach these kind of things, you you certainly have to look in the right areas, especially. I mean, on, on the. On the basis of psychology and sociology, you you need to start looking at like I don't know like developmental factors and and just it like environmental influences, role role identity that kind of stuff. Like don't immediately say okay. oh you know they behave a certain way and then be like no they're, they're bad no no like there's a I mean that's not how people work right. At the end of the day, if you wanna if you wanna get people to accept your 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 faith or your be, your, your beliefs, you kind of have to step in their own into their shoes first. Like it's it's not exactly it's not exactly how people like if you if you're promoting a I don't know if you if you're promoting a product, you don't exactly say oh because you're using someone other brand, I'm not gonna you know make you come into my store. Like if you wanna convince someone that you are you are better, then you're definitely gonna wanna try to be a bit okay. more and M- 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 like. You're gonna to want to empathize with them a bit more. I don't know.
1: It's a. Oh, uh... well, I guess. <laughs> no comment. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Fair play. Yeah. I
1: don't. I don't know if I can contribute any
0: more to, to what you said. So then, um, I th- I think we we did discuss it, a while back, right? About how much of it, how much of, of our disagreement is towards the the actual objective truth, and how much is to the people? So, I I guess my question to that would be, um, you have the background information would be well, if you if you look at orthodox orthodoxy. You have. You know texts and yeah, you have texts. <laughs> Right, texts that are stated to be from the Word of God, or um, things that you know are, are, are of holy, holy Scripture or, or divine nature, right? And then you have the, the the people who actually interpret them and relay their understanding of those texts to the world, or to their to their own religious communities, right? So yeah, how I guess effective do you think these people actually portray? Or, con- yeah, basically. Are conveying their message? Yeah. How, how effective do you think they are? Um, it, it
1: depends, because a lot of those people aren't necessarily effective because of the way they portray it, but because of their previous following and how well they can spread it. Because... So a little bit of a pseudo-truth is an unpopular, a popular opinion is a good opinion. Yeah. So if you can make an opinion popular and you can spread it as that and people who already agree with you on other points see that and go like, oh, he's saying that, so I agree with it too. Mm. Those are the people that are most effective at portraying their point, whereas people that... Maybe you're trying to argue for an unpopular opinion, or something that, or they don't have a big following, and they're saying something. It's met with a lot of skepticism. Those sorts of things.
0: Mhm. Yeah.
1: So it's in my opinion, it's really just based on how much
0: of a following you have, essentially. I agree. I mean, sensational sensationalism is always a a huge player in in the game of influence, right? So, it's, yeah, it's, it only makes sure. sense that that would be the case. Yeah, of course.
1: says I mean, it's, it's as you said, like it, it really just comes down to the battle being won before it started, mm-hmm. as mm-hmm. they say. I do think that there are several several good people out there, and several not so good people out there that are very good at conveying their points, despite these factors. But I, uh, I think that in general. Like if let's just say if some random guy on the internet were to tell you something, you'd probably be like pretty pretty skeptical as to where they're getting this this information. Mm. But let's just say the Pope preached an opinion to all his his um subjects. I mean, it would be pretty difficult to argue against someone in that position, so
0: Yeah. It's like um the ethos, pathos, logos kind of thing, right? yeah like how much of it is actually like real like come on but then at at the same time sometimes someone has like you said the pope like if he has a title it's like oh done but then again yeah yeah and and unfortunately it doesn't seem to be it doesn't exactly seem to work in the in the in in favor of like general goodwill I guess I guess (laughs) not always
1: oh in most cases not, not but
0: it is what it is. It's,
1: Yeah, it is what it is. <laughs> I wouldn't, couldn't have said it better myself. Well, nature versus nature. Ah, uh, this is a good one. Okay, so uh, my current stance on it is that if someone is born with a certain condition, in that case, it would be nature, because they are born with certain things that prevent them from functioning the way that what nature intended mm. but in other cases like in the case of some drug addicts for example mm. it's a lot of uh, it's a lot of nurture lots of like learning from example a lot of the environment they're in like it's it's just very much situation based issue yeah, like... Um, so, I, I think both concepts apply to different situations. Mm.
0: So, like, internal and external factors, right? Yeah. When it comes to morality, like... It, like, some people... Okay. I mean, you and I know some people who... Like, do stupid things just for attention. Oh, believe um, me. So, it's like... I am... I know what you're talking about. Yeah, so, so it's like, well... It, it, it's not Like When I see what he does I'm like Yeah that's wrong On the basis of religion It's wrong But I don't I, I, I wouldn't Condemn him for For his Acts Because at the end of the day It's I If it's not If it's not Based on like Maybe like neglect <laughs> Or you know, Neglect as a as, as a kid Or Like he was He or she was Like born with Narcissi- narcissistic personality traits, or histrionic personality traits. I'm like, you're not wrong, but but for some reason, this book this book that I'm I'm taught to believe in says it is right. So it's kind of like, yeah. Like you would think that religion would be a bit more considerate of <laughs> about this human being <laughs> in general, but unfortunately, it isn't sometimes. I don't know. Well,
1: I mean, religion at one point did partake in human sacrifice. So true. I mean. True. A lot about, of it is... Talking about I, I think or? a lot of it... Well, in Abraham's case, he almost went through with human yeah. sacrifice. But human sacrifice was a part of, like, some early, uh, earlier religions. Mm, mm, mm. Before, know. you know, people started kind of deciding, mm, maybe just stick to animals.
0: <laughs> <laughs> True, fair thing.
1: But in total, I think that the the way religion functioned back then is like extremely outdated like i don't think those concepts can apply to modern society yeah, yeah. like sacrificing animals would be like straight up rspca type shit yeah like, th- they would just deal with that straight away people tried sacrificing animals for religion
0: well i mean technically islam's do that i mean it. we do eat does it yeah, but it's 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 part of a uh, like the ritual to eat it, right? The eat yeah, to, to eat it, yeah. And I mean, like, yeah, yeah, I mean it's halal it's not mead, it's not right? No, no, it, it's not that kind of ritual. Okay. It's um on Hajj, which is the I keep forgetting when Hajj is. So every every year uh it's an annual celebration, not celebration. It's a, there's a period of the year of the Islamic calendar called and on that day, you have the chance to basically sacrifice an animal. And it's literally just that. So we we kill animals on that day for, for the purpose of sacrificing. So with the meat, a third of them has to be gifted to someone. You can eat a third of it. And the other third has to be donated to the poor. So you're, you're sacri- it's still a sacrifice, right? But the, but the it's not the, like a whole it, it's thing not is like going... The, it's not like you know when they 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 pin it up onto the onto a tree and then they cut it up. No 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 no, it's like okay. like textbook definition. It's still a sac- animal sacrifice, but it's a lot more humanitarian that way. Okay. Yeah.
1: So, I guess in in that case we have kind of adapted our our yeah, ways yeah. in that form. So it's not just a straight up
0: one two sacrifice boom. Yeah. It's
1: like the whole meat
0: gets wasted honestly interesting just thinking about how this faith and religion have changed o- over time so I, I genuinely still uh, think about do Do people still believe in like Norse gods or Greek gods I, I would be I, I think Greek gods actually there's a community that still do uh, it's, it's cool I am but i that, i i want to know how that belief like fits into the modern world honestly I don't
1: think it can, but I think that the people that do believe in it uh i guess it's 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 a bit more of a novelty mm. and the people that believe in it seriously are probably some kind of a fanatic yeah so maybe
0: they they want it to be real yeah I, I i get something reasoning. like that yeah yeah so on on morality how what what do you think about suicide being a, a mortal sin in in religion
1: uh, oh that's actually that's a tough one actually because on one hand I think that like people like they they should get the support that they need, in the, if they're ever in that situation, mm-hmm. and if they don't receive that support, then we can't like put the whole blame on them for wanting to to kill themselves. But on the other hand, like, uh, how can I explain it? It suicide being a mortal sin is like it's based on the belief that God thinks that okay so god has given you life and that is his gift to you and the people that are like suicidal they say i don't i don't want this life take Mm. it back Mm. and it's it's a it's a bit like sometimes they're born with a condition that may make them suicidal Mm. and if that's the case then why did god create them this way
0: yeah I, I, i agree
1: About suicide being a mortal sin, I I don't think it can be when, I mean, under the assumption that God created everyone, He created them to be suicidal and just doesn't make any
0: sense. Yeah. Yeah, because at at that point, it's kind of like, well, if He made you think this way, then why is He blaming you for essentially executing His will the way He intended you to think and He intended (laughs) you to feel, right? So it's like logically almost yeah it's it's pretty much it's it's very blatantly self-contradictory i feel like um i don't agree with it mainly because um especially when it comes to suicide well a huge co- i mean a huge concept is just the loss of a, the locus of one's locus of control right yeah it's not exactly one someone who I guess the approach that I always see is is that you know, religion uh, Islam is always like well, for for Islam it's, I I've, I hear a different statement actually, um, for Islam it's it's basically the same reason why you shouldn't kill it's the thou shalt not kill kind of rule rule, because you cannot. So use you
1: shouldn't c- kill a human, human including day.
0: yourself. Yeah, we are taught that. Saving a human being is like saving all of humanity and killing one, just only one human being will be like killing all of humanity. Basically saying that the, the cost of human life is incomprehensible. On top of that, what we are also taught is that a human being cannot take death into his or her own hands, right? Yeah. So when you, when you talk about... So, so, that's, so that's, the, that's the approach. It's like, well, what you're doing is objectively wrong, but... Unfortunately, what I see as well is not a lot of them actually address this whole locus of control and the loss of it part of it it's like someone doesn't someone doesn't plan to commit suicide just for the fun of it it's like it, it only happens when someone really feels <laughs> trapped and you know like completely messed up like they don't know what to do and they just feel like there's no exit and I feel like it really won't help if let's say they turn to religion and religion alienates them even more like for me, that actually that actually pushes me a lot a, a lot further. Like if I'm in a dark place and and I turn to religion and religion tells me that I'm I'm doing some things wrong, uh, rather than actually trying to consider the condition that I have or the 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 circumstances that I'm under, like that that actually pushes me a a bit further away from it and just like the feeling of disconnection from just the world around me. Right. I,
1: I do agree with that. I think that. Like a feeling where like you're looking for support and then religion kind of, well, the, the aspects of religion that kind of tell you, oh, I guess, guess you're just fucked. Yeah. That, that definitely does not help any matters. Yeah. Yeah. Looking at it from a perspective where, where someone's like in desperate need of support and their only like saving grace would be like to look upon religion. Yeah. Like if their family and friends are telling them, oh, it's all right. Just pray to God. He will help you. And then you look, you look to what God has taught us and go like, oh, no, I guess you're fucked. Yeah, yeah.
0: Then. Because <laughs> it's not enough, right? In, it, in, in what way? Like it's, it's not enough to, to just tell someone or, you know, God, God is just testing you or God, is, God, God has a plan for you. Like it's not enough to bring someone out of like, if someone is being abused, and like someone just tells you all oh, this free uh, that you you get out of it. like it's not enough to tell someone that right
1: uh, you'd think that, but I've seen some cases where i mean it's it's kind of like they're using God as a way to justify everything, mm. like if you' if your mother or or grandmother or grandfather or a family relative died, right, and then someone says, "Oh no, it's just part of God's plan." <laughs> Yeah. Uh this this one this one really bothers me because it's like <laughs> what part of God's plan like wh- why? Yeah, precisely. It's just like it feels like such a lazy explanation so how exactly is it a part of God's plan or or when something bad happens like a, your house gets destroyed or something. Mm-hmm. Oh no, this was part of God's plan.
0: <laughs> yeah. It's a it's a tenet that almost diminishes the human condition. It's like You don't understand because you're not God. But like, at the same time, if if you're you're feeling bad, but you know what, God, it almost makes it seem as if (laughs) God, who's supposed to be all knowing and all loving, doesn't really love. But then, but then, I mean, I've I've always thought, yeah, I've also thought that as well. But then, how much of the, how much of what this person is saying, is, actually stated in in you know the these holy texts, and how much is actually. Just them interpreting it, or that their own understanding of it. Because if if they have a very black and white morality, then obviously it would sound that way, or it would come come across that way. Right? Admittedly, I've read erotica that is less
1: um. <laughs> what's the word? Less um, vulgar than some of the holy texts. Wow! Uh, <laughs> wow! <laughs> admittedly, those stories are like very far and few in between. But yeah. I have read some of the some of the um some stories in the bible that yeah would like would put would put a tear above
0: some other down some other quite uncomely things <laughs> that i've read because yeah. <laughs> yeah. at, at the end of the day the fact that those stories are there is quite literally a testament to to this to the statement right
1: uh i i think that what I just said may not come as a popular opinion, but <laughs>
0: well,
1: I believe it is, is it Genesis 38 that I'm thinking of? Story of Job? Uh, is Genesis 38 the story of Job? No, Genesis 38's the story, uh, Onan. Yeah, uh... yeah, it is Genesis 38. Uh, I you... <laughs> Genesis 38's a, a prime example of what I've been talking about here.
0: It's the one about him being smited for marrying a a, a Canaanite man. woman, Canaanite yeah, woman. and then and then the other guy getting smited for the for the other reason. Okay, yeah, <laughs> I don't think we, like as 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 much as we are discussing a bit more adult themes, I don't think I I I don't think we should get into that just yet.
1: I think uh, if anyone wants to search up Genesis thirty-eight and find out for yourself, please yeah. do so by all means. But. <laughs> yeah it is an entertaining story to read, but a little bit vulgar
0: I mean, at the end of the day, going back to what you stated um particularly with the well the way like religious rituals or religious practices back then is super outdated, so we shouldn't be exactly implementing them right now like i I genuinely feel like there really is a capacity for both science and and religion. And by science, I mean not science. Sorry, philosophies like all types of philosophy and religion to actually coexist, um, even though Nietzsche did say that. I mean Nietzsche basically proposed that scientific scientific reason and scientific discovery, pretty much lead you to believe that God doesn't exist, right?
1: Okay. So I don't know. Um, I, 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 there are I, plenty of of scientific like figures. Or scientific people uh, i i am a, a loss of words here but bear
0: with me you mean scientists
1: there pl- yeah but like <laughs> i was thinking of a not not just scientists but people who believe in the sciences as well oh okay like so scientific there are plenty of scholars scientific oh, there scholars you go, there, you go. Yeah. there are plenty of scientific scholars that do believe in god despite what the information may be telling them and they find a way to justify it.
0: True.
1: Sure. So that's a it's a back to that nature versus nurture thing. Like it's it's the nurture aspect where they're just being being taught about their religion and it's it's a belief that's stuck through them all their lives and as they get into science they find ways to justify it. Just like alongside the science that you're doing.
0: Yeah.
1: So maybe some things like the Big Bang they'll say, Oh that was God. That's why we yeah, don't have an explanation yeah. yet. <laughs>
0: There was a I think it was a cut video No it's a jubilee video About flat earthers Versus scientists One of the scientists Said that uh, We used to think that When God When lightning happened It was God smiting the earth Or smiting the earth Smiting people right But now with science We realise that It's basically just static Build up By ice particles In the In the sky um, Yeah But then it, it seemed as if He, he, he was saying that well that in and of itself like knowing the 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 mechanics of the world disproves the existence of God and I, I don't know I, I kind of disagree with him in, in that sense because in, in my opinion like just understanding the means by which he conduct he does things doesn't necessarily indicate his will if, if that makes sense okay right
1: because so I, like I can God oh. is smiting the earth it may not be that he's angry at us it's like
0: it might, it might just be just Natu- f- natural phenomena as well but it's all still okay. through his will and what he does right it's like um, how do I say this it's like if you were a nail and you f- and, and uh, for some reason you're a sentient nail and, and, and you realise like a that, nail uh, like a carpentry instrument there you go there you go yeah yeah the, the nail the nail the carpentry <laughs> instrument yeah, that, that. yeah it's like if you were a sentient nail and you finally understood what a hammer was and you, un- <laughs> you understood who was using that hammer Right, but you don't exactly know what the what the carpenter is doing it for, right? But you just know how he does it. Okay. How he does it is through <laughs> yeah. the hammer, right? It's kind of like that. That, that. That's my that's my analogy. I'd say. I I quite like that analogy. Yeah. I think that's that's pretty accurate. Yeah, because I mean, at the, at the end of the day, both of them strike things. So it's like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think that'll be all for for this episode. Do you have anything else to add on? Um. I feel the first point I raised is quite
1: important. Always look for ways to train yourself how to think and not what to think. That is, that is my final message.
0: I'm 100% with you on that, honestly. I uh, couldn't have said it better. But yeah, other than that, this has been Shafik, uh, accompanied by Andres. Thank you very much, Andres, for coming, coming back on the podcast.
1: Always a pleasure. Thank you for having me.
0: As always, if you have anything to s- send, feel free to slide my DMs. Links are in description and in bio. And if not, see you next month. Ciao.